Will the Aggies be the most improved team in the SEC this season? You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on in the Locked On Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. Thanks for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every single day. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Hope everybody had a great weekend doing some stuff. Hope everybody had a good Father's Day. Uh, me and my dad played golf today. It was, uh, it was a madhouse. 10 minutes between hole or between shot, it felt like. So that wasn't fun, um, and I did not play well. So that was also not fun. But it was a good day. Hope everybody, like I said, had a good Father's Day and a good weekend. But it's time to hop back into some more Aggie football talk. And Athlon Sports this weekend put out a article stating that the Aggies are going to be the most improved team in the SEC this season, and then they gave you three reasons and said, here's why. And when I was reading this article, you know, it brought me a little bit of joy because a lot of the things that they're talking about that they're high on for the Aggies this season are things that I've been kind of saying. So, you know, it made me feel good about myself a little bit, but let's, let's break into it. So the things that they kind of prefaced this article with before they got into their three reasons were um, they talked about 15 returning starters, which is most in the West. And they had a little paragraph on that talking about how, you know, returning depth is a big, is an important factor. It's an important part of college football. That's something we can all agree on. Bringing back returning players is a big part of being a successful football team. So getting quick into the first reason, it's one, it's one I agree with and one I've been talking about a lot, but it's Bobby Petrino is your offensive coordinator. So last season, the Aggies had seven plays of 40 plus yards. You know, that's just, it's not explosive. 13th in the SEC in third down success rate. Like we know how bad I, I, the thing about these numbers for me is we know how bad the offense was last year. It's not a secret. It's, you know, we, we realize that everyone that had to watch, had to struggle through these games last season knows how rough the, the offense was last year. But the thing about it is, is you, when you see it, when you see the numbers like this, when you see it in writing of like, wow, wow, we were, we had seven plays, you know, big, massive, explosive plays. We were 13th and third down success rate. Like seeing numbers like that makes you really just question what went on last season more so than, than, than many you know, lead you to believe. And so to me and to Athlon, you know, the Bobby Petrino hire is a big one because what this Bobby Petrino hire means is you bring in a historic college football mind who has been there, done that, in the SEC, in the ACC, and just knows ball. He's a good. He's a good offensive play caller. He's a guy who can help quarterbacks, can develop quarterbacks. That's the goal. The goal and the hope with Wegman. But so that's their number one reason here is that Petrino's your new OC. They talked about how obviously they gave you all the numbers, but Athlon talked about how low they were on Coach Fisher as a as a play caller. So when you bring in a guy like Petrino, who, as I just said, is known for being a great play caller his whole career, that has them higher on the Aggies than if 
if um, Jimbo was calling plays is in essence what they said. And I think the reason that is to me is like they were very high on the talent. That was one thing they made clear time and time again in this article was they were high on how much talent the Aggies have. It just has to come together, which is something we talk about here on Locked on Aggies all the time. And they think that's going to be the case. So Petrino is the OC, was their first reason as to why they believe the Aggies are going to be the most improved team in the SEC. Their second reason was Wegman's development. And they they basically, you know, they gave reasons within the reasons. Their reasons for why they're high on Wegman's development is, one, Coach Petrino, and two, the loaded wide receiver room. And, you know, these are things, once again, we've kind of discussed here, but, you know, Coach Petrino, as I just said a minute ago when we were kind of focused on him, was he is a guy who he, he makes it easy on quarterbacks. We talked about that a lot when we talked about when we talked about the receivers, but it's reality. I mean, Coach Petrino does a good job of creating plays for his quarterbacks, for his receivers to make easy connections, easy, you know, 10 yard outs, throws that are, you know, get you a first down, get you, get you second and three plays like that, which I think that's going to help a guy like Wegman, his second year in college football. It helps you kind of settle in. And I think settling in is going to be big for a quarterback like Wegman, a talented guy who got on the field a little bit last year, but not a ton. I think being able to like, you know, that word settle in, come into a game where it's just a handful of routes, you know, you, you find open receivers. It's nothing too crazy complicated. It's a quarterback friendly offense uh, that coach Petrino likes to run. I think that is going to be a positive for Wegman and for the offense as a whole. So that's one thing I'm high reason that they're high on Wegman. And then also, like we said, we've talked about the receivers. They're high on Anaya Smith, Jose Muhammad, and of course, Evan Stewart. So, you know, Wegman's going to have the necessary weapons to do damage. They talked a little bit about the offensive line in this. Um, they were a little disagreed with me. I've been high on this offensive line taking a step forward. Um, and a lot of that was just flat out based on the young talent improving. So we'll just kind of have to see if that happens. They weren't like anti-Texas A&M's offensive line by any means, but they definitely were believers that we need they need to see it they need to see it on the field before they are confident in that. But they did say if the offensive line does improve, that's going to be another positive for Wegman this season and I and as I've made it very clear, I do think that's going to happen. So you know, those first two reasons are more on the offensive side. The third reason we'll get to here in a minute in segment two is a defensive side of the ball kind of thing here. But um, I just – I think Jimbo's offense – I think college coaches, one thing we see a lot, I, I think sometimes you just eventually – it just doesn't work anymore. You know, the, your play calls, what you do, it's just not – it just doesn't work anymore. I, I don't – I mean – I don't want to bash Jimbo like that, but at the end of the day, I mean, I just read the numbers. What we saw last year was awful. I don't have a better word to put a bow on that. I mean, it was just, it was awful. So, you know, you sit back and, and you think to yourself, like, how is this going to get better? And I think Coach Petrino is the answer to that question. Coach Petrino can come in and make this team better just by the fact that he's a great offensive play caller. And, I, you know, we, we've talked here a little bit about the, the, off the field stuff. I know that's obviously not great. We're not going to get into in, uh, get into all that right now. But um, when it comes to just football coach, play calling guy, knowing the game, knowing ball, Coach Trino knows ball. He knows how to create an offense that puts up a lot of yards. We talked about that one of my first few shows. Is like I pulled up his offenses, and it's like he's had like five offenses average over like. 
400 and something yards a game. I mean, it's just it, the statistics on what he's done as an offensive mind in college football during his career is, is it's, it's impressive. And I think we're going to see that in college station this season when Petrino is Colin plays, he's doing his thing. And I think that's going to help coach Fisher kind of just, you know, manage all the other intangibles, kind of just be the coach and not have to focus on the offensive side of things. And, I think, you know, make make your decisions. Do we kick the field goal here? Do we go for it on foot? Like, let Jimbo do that stuff. Let Durkin run his defense and let Coach Trino do his thing with the offense. I, I think that system's going to work well this year. So I agree with Athlon that, you know, being high on the on the Aggies this season, especially on the offense, because I am too. We're going to talk about the third reason Athlon is high on the Aggies. But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at FanDuel. Baseball season is in full swing, and there's no better place to get in on all the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to join today. I've been talking about how much of a, of a baseball fan I am. I, I, I love baseball. It's, it's my thing. Um, MLB, you know, it's fun. Hey, I mean, I don't bet much on the MLB, frankly. Um, if I did, I would do it on FanDuel. I bet a lot on NFL football. When we get into football season, I'm going to, I'm going to give everybody some, some, some good bets when it comes to NFL season. But no, I mean, you know, if those of you that are baseball fans, the Rangers are hot. I've talked about that time and time again, go, um, go throw your no sweat first bet on the Rangers money line. Go, you know, go find something like that. Um, and Hey, if it hits boom, if it doesn't hit, you get your money back in 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 bets, and that's that's a great thing. It's it's a fun way to get going on FanDuel. So don't miss your chance to snag a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com/slash/locked-on to sign up. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So the other reason that Athlon has here for why the Aggies are going to be the most improved team in the SEC is the young defense is basically they were saying the young defense is going to improve. Um, and I agree a lot with that. You know, the they talked a lot about the run game. And they, they, they complimented the Aggie defense. It's like the points per game was fine last season. The problem was the run game. It's no secret, as we talked about with how bad the offense was, those who watched, it was like running through Swiss cheese. And it, that's just how it was for the defense. 241.5 yards per game on the ground in SEC play for opposing teams. That's just that's not going to cut it. You can't let a team run through you like that on uh, on the ground and expect to win games. You know, if they're going to ground and pound and run through your face all game long, it's just you're not going to win football games that way. So, um, you know, you bring eight starters back on the defense, 
and that's one of the reasons they're high on the Aggies this season. And the other reason is some of these young guys who are who they are high on. Shamar Turner, Shamar Stewart, Walter Nolan. They, they're high on these guys to kind of take that step forward this season. Um, and so, and of course, those guys, you know, being on the on the line, who you're, who's going to be plugging up the run game. That's why I think Athlon is high on the Aggies being a team that can improve on the um, being a team that can get better stopping the run this season. Because, you know, like I said, those guys, I've talked a lot about how it's hard to come into the SEC for a young guy to come into the SEC and have their body ready to play SEC football. It's not easy. It's not an easy thing to do. So those kind of guys, you know, you have to get in the weight room. You have to get bigger, faster, stronger. And I think that's what this offseason is. I think, I mean, a lot of true freshmen in the SEC are redshirting. And then, of course, you know, playing their sophomore, uh, junior, senior seasons. These guys played young. And I think that's a good thing because, you know, you might get beat up at times. You might look silly at times. But at the end of the day, experience is the best practice. Getting out there and playing SEC football makes you better. So I think that's a reason that I'm high on this defense, just like Athlon, is these young guys are talented. They're they're former four and five high highly recruited players, highly touted guys that are going to make a massive impact this year. So, and then the, when it comes to the secondary, they're very high on the secondary, which it's hard not to be. A lot of older guys, transfer guys, power uh, power five transfers that have been there, done that. You bring back Tariq Chappelle. You bring back some talented uh, safeties. I just I'm high on the. Defensive back room as a whole, we've talked a lot about that. So, like, their main concern talking here when they're talking about the young defense, they're more concerned with the um, defensive line and linebackers. That was their one genuine concern was the linebacker room, which I get it. I, I've seen a lot of concern with linebacker. I mean, you 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 bring back players, but it, it's a room that depth is a question. In you know, if you catch the injury bug, what happens from there? Um, so. That's that's the position that Athlon highlighted that they're truly concerned about, and they need to see like some steps forward there, and hopefully some players stay healthy, stay on the field. And if that happens, it could be a room that's fine. But I talked about that on Friday's episode about how desperately the Aggies need to add uh, solid linebackers in the 2024 class. They already have one, but I think it's going to be a position you need to just continue bringing them in, bringing them, bringing them, bringing them. So, um, you know, but the key there, the key takeaway from that third reason that, as to why the Aggies are going to be the most improved team in the SEC this season is that they think this – this I, I wouldn't even say the whole defense. I think more what they're getting at is the defensive front. Um, but, you know, we'll break it down as the defense as a whole for this argument, but is that this young defense is going to take a step forward this season, whether it comes to stopping the run, getting more sacks, getting more pressure, get, creating more turnovers – Athlon's high on the defense to take a step forward this year. And those are their three reasons as to why the Aggies are going to be the most improved team in the SEC this season. And by no means do I find that to be an outlandish take. Athlon wrote another article, and I thought this was interesting because it was written a while a few months ago. This this one we just talked about previous, why they're going to be the uh, most improved team in the SEC, was written a day or two ago. This article is talking about like reasons to be optimistic for Texas A&M. We're not going to go deep in depth into this. This is just two points that they made here before we get into our, our third segment. Um, but I, I think it's a good point. Their first point, and it's kind of one of those, like if you're, if you're at a bar with your buddies making an argument or um, having a conversation about, about a football game or a basketball game. And like you make, um, but I'll give you an example. Uh, my good buddy, my good buddy, Bryce, um, I told him 
going into the NBA playoffs, I was I was like, I have a good feeling about Nug- about the Nuggets this season. I think uh, Nikola Jokic is going to have a good postseason. And Bryce said, no, no, no. He always chokes in the playoffs. Second round exit, first round exit. And I said, I bet you 10 bucks to make the finals. So, um, yeah, I think he uh, he was wrong. Um, but that's what I'm saying. He, he didn't agree with me because I was making like an emotional statement. This statement that Athlon made is emotional. Too much talent to fail again. It's not based on fact. It's not based on anything, but just, you know, there's a lot of talent. But I think it's it, – so what I'm getting at, the reason I tell that story is because I do think there is too much talent for this team to fail again. You know, last season, I think a lot of it, I think inconsistencies at quarterback with different injuries was a big part, and I think coaching was a big part. And I think you've done a good job replacing – the problems, and you know, one of the problems was Jimbo's play calling. You bring in Petrino, Wegman's your guy. You got talent all around. I just, I don't see a world where the Aggies just don't don't have a good season. And when I say good season, you know, I, I'm not out here saying, you know, that we've talked about the ceiling and the floor. But to me, a good season, I, I would say, is eight or nine wins this year, because I've talked about. If Coach Fisher can get to next season, next season in reference to 2024, we've talked about that schedule. It it's not a cakewalk; it's still an SEC schedule. But comparative to some other teams, you got you have a shot at the college football playoff in 2024. So this staff, in essence, and this sounds like a little depressing, but needs to survive this season. Seven, eight, nine wins, I think, and you are set up for next season for the 2024 season, where I think the Aggies can do something magical. Um, so th- that's their first reason to be optimistic. If you're an Aggie fan, too much talent to fail again. Their second one is another one of these. It's kind of like, um, and so here's the, here's their, their reason. Ha- um, they haven't had back-to-back losing seasons since, um, in the, since the seventies. So that's another thing. It's not like, you know, it, it's not like the coaching staff it has, it has to do with the coaching staff. It has to do with the program as a whole, but I mean, Texas A&M is a school that, you know, as this stat says, they don't lose, have back-to-back losing seasons. So I, I just, I think too many, the reason I bring up these statistics is I think there's too many things stacked up in the Aggies' favor this season. I just, and some fans out there might say, well, Andrew, um, I, I appreciate the optimism, but seven wins isn't going gonna, isn't gonna to make me happy. Me neither. Me neither. But I think the way after this schedule release, the way I have kind of, I mean, you got to think about it like this, folks. The Aggies could could have been playing Georgia and Bama and Texas next year. I mean, you know, you got a good draw. I, I, so, frankly, I have now taken my focus and shifted it to 2024. So, I think that's the reason that this optimism here for me is just be good enough. Make a good bowl. Let's have a fun season. Let's see an improvement from Wegman. Let's see this defense improve. Let's see a good year from the offensive line. And then in 2024, let's do something amazing. And I think that's possible. And I think, you know, seeing Athlon Sports, a well-known publication, being high on the Aggies to improve a lot this year and optimistic as to what what their season will look like, I think it's good to see the national media liking the Aggies because, frankly, I've seen a lot of the national media just down on the Aggies. We've been too high on the Aggies for too many years. We've been, they've gotten too much preseason love and they haven't done anything with it. It's time to hate on them. And I think people are choosing the wrong time to hate on the Aggies. I really do. So the way I, the way I look at this, um, and then Athlon Sports at the very bottom of the article talking about the most improved in the SEC stuff, they think that, the, or I'm sorry, at the bottom of the optimism article, 
believes that the Aggies are going to win eight games this season. So, or the, that eight, eight wins, they said more than eight wins would be surprising. So, you know, let's say eight wins. That's a season I think many would be happy with. Gets you a good bowl game, and it gets you to next season where hopefully all these improvements are made and the Aggies, like I said, can do something special in 2024. Buzz Williams is going to be in College Station for a long time. That is right. Texas A&M basketball coach Buzz Williams received a contract extension over the weekend. He will be in College Station through 2028. I couldn't be more excited. Um, you know, we haven't talked a lot of Aggie basketball lately. And, you know, we will. When we get into season, we will. And uh, if they land recruits and transfers, we will get into all that. But um, I just think locking down Coach Williams for a long time is a big deal just because the way he runs programs, I have I can't sit here and talk highly enough on Coach Buzz Williams. I think he is a great leader of men. I think he is a great developer. I think he gets the best out of out of his talent and I think he creates great solid young men, you know, to go in the world if basketball is not going to be their thing after um you leave college station, then you know, go be a great uh parent or a you know, great employee and I, I think I think while that's not basketball talk, that's the kind of person Buzz Williams is. He's just a great human being. Um and the Aggie us Aggie fans are lucky that to watch him coach our team on the hardwood on on a year-to-year basis. But um you know, Coach Williams, of course, is the first Aggie coach to win 25-plus games in back-to-back seasons. These last two years have been fun. And, you know, when taking the outlook and saying, let's look at the 2024 uh, at the 2023-24 uh, season, you return a lot. You know, you, Boots Radford's back, Marvel's back, Wade Taylor, Henry Coleman. All of these talented players are back that led to your season last year where you, you know, were competing for an SEC championship and we're in the NCAA tournament. So – you know, you bring back those guys. You have two twenty-three commits, Bryce Lindsey and Brandon White, and then you get two transfer portal players, Eli Lawrence and J.C. Carter. So this team's going to be deep. You know, those two freshmen, three-star guys, both of them. Hopefully, they can kind of develop. But Coach Williams has proven he doesn't need five-star talent to win basketball games. He just needs good young men who come in and play the game hard and play the game the right way. And I, uh, Lindsey and White, seeing um, you know their social media and seeing their the way they play, that's the t- people. That's the type of player they seem like. I think the Aggies got got good young men and good players in those two guys. I'm high on these transfer portal guys, Lawrence and Carter. Um, both a lot of um, high point per game players last season at the lower level Division One basketball. So hopefully that'll translate into the SEC. I believe it will. But frankly. Your team's already here in the four players we listed at the beginning. You got your 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 team the players that are going to be doing the scoring on a game-to-game basis are are those guys right there. And you know, of course you got some other returning players from last season. You bring in these guys. I think it's going to be another historic season for the Aggies. And I'm willing to lay the claim that I think that coach Williams is going to be the first Aggie coach to win 25 plus games back to back to back when we sit here talk about stuff like this a year from now. So, you know, it, it's great to have coach Williams locked down for a long time. I truly, I can't sit here and talk highly enough on him. Great guy, great coach. I'm really excited to see him in college station coaching his basketball team for a long time. And I think this 2023, 24 team can be special. I think it's me a team that I, I've seen a lot of people put out their lists ranking the sec. I've seen them in, in the top five, 
more more times than not. So it's a team that's going to com- be competing for an SEC title, regular season, hopefully SEC tournament title, and then maybe potentially an NCAA, go on a run in the NCAA tournament when we get to March. So uh, Coach Williams, glad to have you around for a long time. Can't wait to see what this season looks like. Um, and thank you for all the joy you bring us Aggie basketball fans. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Aggies. As always, I really appreciate you all tuning in every single day. I hope everybody had a great Father's Day, as I said. celebrated with your dad, celebrated with your children. Um, I know I did, so I hope everybody did the same and had a good weekend. But as I said, that is going to do it for today. We will see you tomorrow.